0: All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, we are recording on May fifth. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, Jake. How are you? With uh, have you, good. Are you good. the good celebrating. No
1: tequila yet, so I'm. Uh, no I tequila. Know, wanting yet. to get some drinks in me at some point.
0: I'm uh, a bit. I don't want to say worried, but I didn't realize it was Cinco de Mayo until this morning. I think I'm I'm uh, in Cuyahoga Falls at one of my favorite comedy clubs, The Funny Stop, and uh, I already knew we were going up against the Cavaliers in a playoff game. But oh damn! Now we're going up against the Cavaliers in a playoff game. And Cinco de Mayo. So my, my fingers are crossed that uh, a couple hours from now, there will be a decent segment of the population that says, we don't want to get drunk and wear sombreros, and we don't care about basketball. Or we do care about basketball, but we just don't want to watch it, and they will come to the show. Otherwise, this this could be a bad night.
1: We're, we're going Study to begin... some Rosetta Stone really fast. Make your whole set in Spanish. You know, make it make it part <laughs> of the thing.
0: That's a good idea. All right, um, I, want, I wanted to quick... hopefully this will be the last time we ever talk about it. I want to go back to Starbucks for one more second, Um, just to put a a bookend to what we've talked about for the past two weeks. I don't know if you saw this. Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, the two men that were uh, profiled and asked to leave and arrested, um, they settled with Starbucks for $1 each. They did a symbolic instead of being greedy fucks like most Americans are and go, we want millions of dollars. They said, no, here's the deal. You give $200,000 towards a uh, program that helps entrepreneurs, uh, people of color, I believe it is. I'm not positive. And we'll just take a buck, a symbolic dollar. And Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. How awesome. What what quality people. This yeah. is America, and people usually just cash in. But they... And you
1: can tell that at first I was thinking, wow, they really got shitty lawyers. They must have <laughs> got that same guy Trump got. They must have got Cohen. Did, did no, I'll get you a good deal. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep all your documents uh, secure and not in the news as well, and uh, I figured I figured that's what was going on, but um, no, it it that's that's actually shocking. I I figured it would be an under the the table sort of thing, but.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, just it's good on them. I, and you know it's them. You know that they sat down and talked right, to one another. Right, because of the charity thing. Right. Yeah, and really, the fact that they're, they're giving good money people. to charity. They, they, and yeah. you saw them getting arrested. They weren't, when they were getting arrested, they literally just stood up, put the handcuffs on, like, all right, this is what black men deal with in America. They didn't scream and shout. And that was the neat thing about all the, the honkies there, the white people. They were doing the screaming and shouting like they should have, like, hey, these guys did nothing wrong. So... Quality. Well,
1: it looks a lot better on because the thing is, is with those videos, those videos, you never get to see the beginning of the cops showing up or arresting people. You you only get to see the part where people are fighting with the cops, right? And then it's like, well, okay, well, but was that guy just violent and causing problems or whatever? You, you know, I is is that why this cop is doing this? But the, yeah, the best thing you can do is just stay calm. And just calmly say, yeah, I'm not doing anything right now. All right, I'm complying. I'm, You know, because then it, it makes the other people look like the
0: assholes. It does indeed. All right, let's move on. Um, my the, the thing that interested me the most about this week, and it, it went back and forth. Uh, I sent you some links like, hey, should we talk about these topics? Um, yeah. I sent you one that has since changed. Um, Paul Ryan asshole, as we know. I was just the one about the chaplain? Yep. His whole career yeah. has been about fucking the poor because he loves Ayn Rand and he loves Jesus and somehow he reconciles those two things in was his mind. Oh, shirtless
1: weightlifting. You forgot about that. I don't yes. know what that has to do with the poor, <laughs> but he loves shirtless weightlifting.
0: And listening to Rage Against the Machine while shirtless weightlifting, even though the members of Rage Against the Machine, when they found out about it, said Motherfucker, do you even listen to our lyrics or know what we're about? But he so uh, As the tax bill was being debated uh, in late 20 20- 17 the chaplain led a prayer that basically said, "Hey, just you know, as you do these things, let's try and remember the poor." Well, Paul Ryan, being a man of Jesus, said, "Hey, what's he doing talking about the poor? Fuck this guy!" So he waited a couple months and then said, "All right, it's time for him to get the fuck out of here because he's partisan. Because that's what conservatives do: is whenever a priest talks about Jesus's message, his actual message of the meek shall inherit the earth and let's be good to people, he's suddenly." quote, too liberal. Well, the backlash, ha- so I wanted to talk about that, but then there was backlash and suddenly the chaplain eh, is not going anywhere. So good job. Paul 827, Jesus setteth on the mountaintop, thou shalt not
1: bang a porn star and then use party funding
0: to pay her off. oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, so do you have anything else you want to say about the chaplain? I'm just happy he's sticking around because just fuck Paul Ryan. I, I, even worse than that is that Paul Ryan is resigning. So it's like one of his... Like closing things is like oh, I've only got a couple of months left. This uh, chaplain pissed me off with his uh, with, with his prayer about uh, Jesus' actual message. Let's get him the fuck out of here before I retire. And speaking of Paul Ryan retiring, this cunt actively at one point pushed for a later retirement age, saying, "Hey, the the government is broke. Maybe people should retire later in life." Well, he's retiring at age what forty-eight or something like that, and getting a full goddamn pension for the rest of his life. And he wants other—it's—it's it's just such hypocrisy. Yeah, he's an asshole. He should be killed. No. Nah. Well, I'm glad that story worked itself out. Um, what What did you want to talk about? That was my main thing, but it's—it's it's, like I said, it's—it's it's over and done. It was like a couple days scandal slash crisis, and. Uh, what, what did you want to talk about? You want to talk um, about... Yeah,
1: I, I really wish I would have pulled up the, the articles because I, I just read the ones you thought you, you sent. I, I thought they were all
0: good, man. Um, let's let's go with the next one on the list. I think that, that was the first one, right? Uh, that was one of them. Oh, this is something we've talked about in the past. We have Otto Warmbier's parents are going to sue North Korea for having, quote, brutally tortured and murdered their son. And i don't want to make fun of uh, we have in the past it's not funny to make fun of someone of uh, the loss of a child um but we've talked about this in the past this 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 kid goes to north korea and decides hey you know it'd be a funny idea to swipe something from north korea some some propaganda posters or go in an area where i've been told forbidden zone well i mean first of all north korea itself is pretty much off limits. He went through a Chinese tourist agency. But then once he was in North Korea, he said, hey, I'm going to steal some shit and bring it back to show how awesome I am. And he got arrested, and they kicked the shit out of him. And it's very sad he died. It's kind of on him, though. And now his parents are saying, how dare North Korea enforce their laws? Mm. I don't know. I mean, you I, yeah, you be—you got to
1: consider dictator. North Korea's dicks for that, for sure. Yeah. The, the kid didn't deserve to get killed and tortured no. for that. But thrown was in jail. he being a bit of a shithead? Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's fucked up what happened to him.
0: What do his parents sue for? Like, okay, our son was a dickhead. Maybe throw him in jail, but don't hit him. Like, there's got to be a little give and take because, yeah, he, he fucked up. Like, I'm not saying he deserved to get beaten. I just, I don't, I'm not saying I'm smart. I'm a very stupid person. However, someone says, hey, dude, you want to go to North Korea? I'm going to hang out there. I'm like, ah, I'm probably going to turn that one down i've i've heard i've heard some bad things there's some bad yelp reviews on north korea i'm going to take a pass
1: north, north korea trip the sequel to the movie euro trip it's a much darker movie <laughs> it's fun for about 15 minutes uh they get drunk and have half of a good light-hearted shenanigan and then it's all work camps after that the whole rest of the movie just one big long work camp scene
0: and no Michelle Trackenberg. I don't know if I'm saying no. her last name correct, but yeah, you don't, you don't end up with Michelle Trackenberg. You, you get someone less uh, exciting.
1: It's a lady who looks just like Kim Jong-un.
0: Well, this is something I didn't send you uh, to talk about this week, and it's, it's sad that it's out of the news already. Well, not sad. It's sad that it was ever in the news. But I want to talk about, uh, shit, is her name Michelle Wolf? The Last week, one week ago tonight, the correspondence dinner. Did you watch her set uh, or follow up on any of the blowback from it? Oh yeah, man! I I, I enjoyed the set. So I, I. I, I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. It. Well, go ahead. Why don't you? Why don't you start this topic? I absolutely support everything she says. I didn't love every joke, but I don't care. You never love everything about. She She was. She did well, a twenty-minute set, yeah, and it was. It's m- a twenty-minute roast set. Yeah, like not every
1: one of them is going to be a, a goddamn George Carlin special. I mean, it's 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 a roast set. You do you do throw away jokes and roast. That's that's kind of what it is. Some of them are going to be awesome. Some of them are going to be like whatever, especially in, in in twenty minutes of of a roast, and they're not going to be well received in that room. She did it knowing they weren't going to be well received in that room. It was like a total, you know, uh, Bill Hicks deciding he doesn't like the crowd and so he's just going to eat shit and tank. You know what I mean? And just just make them hate him even more. That was Except- it was sort of like a fuck
0: all these guys kind of set. Kind of, but when you watch it, yeah, she lost him in a couple places, but there was a lot of laughter and applause. Yeah, I mean, there, even there at the was, end, even at the end, you they, definitely
1: had pockets, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, you were you were gonna have people in that room that that was gonna hate every word that came out of her mouth.
0: Well, to me, I believe uh, that the reason that, that, that she received a lot of criticism is because of one statement, um, well, joke, whatever, where she went after the press in general. Like, sure, people are saying, oh, she attacked Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She didn't attack her. She made a joke about her. And not well, even and, about and her. It's
1: so funny because the one that, that they said, well, wow, she really went after Sarah Huckabee Sanders hard, not only didn't I think that was the hardest joke of the, the, the set, that wasn't even the hardest joke about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The, I, I thought the meanest one and the one where it's like wow it's a little fucked up bringing up is where she called her an uncle tom for white women yes. you know what i mean like like any anything where you bring up slavery it's like it's kind of fucked up anyway but i yeah that that to me was the meanest one and that to me was like a, ooh that
0: because I mean, uncle tom that's like one step underneath the n word you know what i mean it, it it's it's pushing the line i appreciated that one because to me it really showed how a segment of women feel about a woman that defends right. a serial groper so i i thought it was a beautiful that, comment. yeah when I they was... said
1: that that they were upset that people were upset about what she said about Sarah Huckabee Sanders i thought for sure it was that one the the smoky eye thing oh you're making fun of her looks like no she's making fun of her makeup you dumb shit unless she had the makeup um burned to her face and now that's part of her 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 looks you know what i mean like she got it she got a group on in Chinatown and they just <laughs> completely, like, hey, what's she doing with that lighter and the hairspray? What's, what's going on with that? Why is that part of the makeup? Oh my god, I have a permanent smoky eye. Or, yeah, and then it's fucked up to make fun of it.
0: Yeah, or, you know, like, oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she looks like a raccoon. Like, that's uh, that's the first thing I think of, is like, you know, uh, that's, that's making fun of her looks. She, but I've way- heard about a hundred jokes about
1: Sarah Huckabee Sanders' looks, and all of them were meaner than that.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason I think she took such flack is because she actively went after the press. I loved her comment about, you pretend to hate Trump, but I think you kind of like him because he helps your bottom line. You, 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 yeah, you, the, you, you, he helps you sell your books. He helps you get clicks. He helps you get ratings. Like, yeah, you built him and now you claim he's a monster, but you built him. Up. I mean, that to me is what like like you can hit the individuals but the reason the press sort of said okay maybe she went too far and they they can't say she went too far because they called us out on her bullshit because that looks bad, but to say, "Oh, uh, some of the conservatives are saying she went too far with Sarah Huckabee Sanders." Yeah, let's 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 hop onto that train. We we can't say we're mad because she called us out. Let's let's join on that uh, reason for saying she went too far, because that way it sort of disguises the actual reason we are angry at her because she called us out.
1: I think that's what th- happened. Yeah, I think I think that's partly true that, that she called out the president, so that that's why they're. They're they're really not they're, that they're they're sort of making it seem like it's a bigger story than it is as far as the backlash. But she really did hit the the right, it's pretty hard. I mean, those correspondence dinners, yeah, they're roasts, but they're they're usually a pretty tame roast. Like they usually have the 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 kid gloves on for for that kind of... They they don't go hard. It's not like a Comedy Central roast or something like that.
0: Sometimes, yes and no, but it... Because it's happened in the past, like, uh... Not last year, but the year before. Obama's last year, um... Oh my god! I just had his. Name I know who in my you're head. talking about the name's yeah.
1: escaping me, and uh, yeah, he
0: did bring up the drones and shit. And he went, he went harder than end. usual. He didn't go as hard as she went, though, man. Ah, but he, he took a lot of flack for dropping the N word. But it was, it was a black guy showing, you know, he was he was right. making a statement. He ah, oh God, I right, I loved it wasn't him on the Daily twenty show. minutes
1: where he where he shit on republic like like hard like really really hard Larry it wasn't Wilmore.
0: it just popped into my head i was about to google it no, oh Larry yeah, yeah it popped in right
1: my head. he didn't he didn't go at obama nearly as hard as she went at the conservatives and and the right she went at the left a little bit too you, you know what i mean uh she she went after him for basically um for how excited they get over any information about collusion where re, really they're not coming up with much right <laughs> right basically um she uh, Oh, and that Ted Kennedy joke—that was one of my favorite jokes of the night. That shit was hilarious.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't enjoy everything she said, but I'd—I'd I'd say i really enjoyed at least ninety percent of it. I thought yeah. she knocked it out of the goddamn park.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. It was—it was one of the best roasts I've, one of my, one of my favorite roasts I've ever watched. Yeah, and was—was was every single joke a complete crusher? Was—was was every single joke like watching Greg Giraldo doing like a tight? You, you, you know, five minute thing at right. a comedy center. No, yeah. but she did 20 minutes at the Washington correspondence
0: dinner. That's, that's fucking hard to do, man. It is. I do think it's funny that. So even though, um, uh, Larry Wilmore didn't go as hard as she did, uh, Stephen Colbert, when he went after Bush in character, that was, one of the best ones I've ever seen, and he did that it with silence. Like yeah. they turned on him quickly. That was a yeah. hostile room. But I think what's funny is that it's it's sort of a pattern that has repeated themselves. They hire a comedian, the comedian skewers them, and then they say, "Oh, how dare they! This has gone too far." It's like they don't learn, but I, they do learn sometimes because if you remember, I remember this clearly. Uh, the year after Colbert they got an improv troupe and and it was like the softest, softest comedy you ever saw. Right. And that's kind of... Probably what they'll do next year too is they'll get someone you know like yeah. like whatever comedian is on Fox Red Eye the, the that unfunny conservative comedy counterpart to the Daily Show that that's usually horrible and not watchable. They'll find someone on their team to lie. Well, and
1: they they won't get a conservative that's going to go hard either. They're not going right, to get right. Nick DiPaolo. Yeah. You know they're not they're they're not doing that. I mean they they want Maybe they want Dennis Jeff
0: Foxworthy.
1: Mm. Maybe Dennis Miller, but he ain't. Um, he's not he's not going to go hard at him like, right. like
0: like like at Apollo would. Well, you well know, I'm saying like a Colin he, he might go hard against the Democrats. Roseanne, maybe I don't know. She's a Trump supporter. She. Here's the question I have: You know Roseanne's that, not...
1: I don't think she really knows what the hell she's doing. Well, and she doesn't. Do honestly, she's so anymore, all over really. the place, dude. Like she's supporting him now, but remember, she ran as a Green Party candidate in 2012. So True. who the fuck knows what the hell's going on with her, man?
0: And she doesn't do comedy really anymore. But say, say she was doing stand up. Uh, she right. she has come out as a Trump supporter. So. Why? I guess the, the, the it's not the Republicans, even though they're the office in power, they don't hire the comedian. The press does. But you'd think that you'd look at it and go, OK, well, we have Dennis Miller, Roseanne Barr and, you know, a couple other people that align conservatively. Well, Maybe of course, Miller's let's get safe, one of them. he
1: was on he was on the news and shit. He was on Fox.
0: Who? Dennis Miller for a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why don't you get Why don't you get someone that's a team player who will skewer lightly, but they go the opposite direction and then act shocked when it doesn't go their way when when right. the comedian speaks exactly how they want to speak. I think that's what's funny is they could have nipped this in the bud via the booking, and maybe the maybe when the press does book the comedian, they realize they said, ooh, she's on the Daily Show, and she's going to go after the Republicans. Giggle, giggle, giggle. And she went after them. That that goes back to my theory, that the only reason they're pissed is because she kind of called them out, the press, so whoever hired her, you know, expected oh, she's going to tell oh, it yeah. the Fox Oh yeah, I think News. that <laughs> definitely helped.
1: Yeah, I think that definitely added to the, I think that definitely poured gasoline on the fire, but I think most of it was because of how viciously she attacked um, yeah. the the right. Like they don't they don't want they they don't want like a hard roast jokes. They they want you, you know pretty pretty soft. they 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 want jokes about his hair, right. not about the the you, you know not not about all the the this sexist and racist stuff that he said. You, you know, like they want pretty 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 tame stuff as far as it goes. Like they want they want jokes about no, Obama I think you nailed it with his hair. They, they expect pausing when
0: he speaks, not about him killing people with drones. Right, 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 right. All right, well, unfortunately, as I said, that's sort of old news. It's nice to talk oh, about because... For the record, as much as I loved it, for the record, I just want
1: to say that all the people, not all of them, but at least half the people I know praising her and, and saying, I can't believe there's backlash about her... If somebody went that hard for twenty minutes at the left, underneath Obama, they would oh they would be twisting this on him. Oh, he would be a he would be such a he would be a a sexist and they'd a racist and a homophobic. Yeah, they, they would be freaking the fuck out right now.
0: Yep. All right, uh, I want to defer to you on this next one because of a special story you have. We've you've told this story on the podcast in the past. Uh, there was a guy that you were in a Humvee with that I believe shot himself in the dick or in the thigh. Is that correct? Yes, um, shot himself uh, in the taint. It
1: exited through one of his testicles. All right, let's uh, let's
0: let you tell that story again because the news story that that relates to is U.S. military veteran receives world's first total penis and scrotum transplant. And nice, uh, I was happy to hear. He's that. probably not the same guy, but uh, why don't no. you tell your story and then let's just talk about a penis transplant.
1: Well, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of sum it up because I've I've told it on here before, but basically we were on a multi-day mission, and I, I didn't know this guy. He was just with our our uh, our, our colonel's um, security detail that, that went with him on missions and in MRAPS and stuff. And he was he was in the turret, and his story was that somebody was handing him a nine millimeter, a pistol, in the turret. And he he dropped it and it went off and the bullet went through his taint and came out one of his testicles. Uh so he wakes up after getting medevaced out, he wakes up in a hospital with a a purple heart sitting next to him and an article fifteen. Uh oh, that's <laughs> paperwork, right. he, disciplinary he was, yeah. paperwork. He got yes. punished. <laughs> yeah, he got punished. So he got like demoted for for a negligent discharge. And
0: is, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> not? Not. Yeah. <not>, <laughs>
1: yes. The irony that you're yes. getting mad at a guy for a discharge related to a testicular injury is is, is pretty crazy. But
0: and as yeah. you have said many times, when we've talked about the story, uh, you know the guy's already got his dick shot off. Why are you kind of the, the time served? You know to to sort yes. of slapping him when he's down, giving him a kiss any
1: any anything you do even if it even if it warrants a punishment if if the direct action from you doing that is worse than the punishment time served it's but the the army is especially big on well we need to set an example we don't want this thing to continue. If we don't make an example of this guy, people are going to go deciding it's, it's it's okay to shoot your nuts off because there's no consequences. They're just going to be blasting themselves in the scrotums all willy-nilly because they think it's, oh, I'm not going to get an Article 15. Bam! Might as well do the left one too. No Article 15 after the right one. Bam! Oh, that's so much fun. I love getting away with things.
0: I just had a thought too when you were saying that. Is, uh, yeah, you have some you have some kids on YouTube doing the Tide Pod Challenge. Then you'd have some military members doing the shoot your scrotum off challenge. Yep. Unless you uh, nip it in the bud, who knows where it's gonna go? You gotta yep. you gotta punish them to show them it's not okay. If that guy doesn't get demoted then we'll have half a battalion with one testicle tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the story to this guy is it's not the buddy you knew because it's a serviceman injured several years ago in an IED blast in Afghanistan, has received the world's first penis, total penis and scrotum transplant. Now, scrotum is different. That's just the... the Oh, geez, I went to see the band Fishbone uh, live years and years and years ago. And uh, the singer, I believe his name is D'Angelo, I'm not positive, that could be the drummer, I think the singer is D'Angelo, walked out on stage with his nutsack out, Uh, Chanting, You know, the band was playing, and he comes walking out, the scrotum is just a sack of skin that keeps the testes in. I say the scrotum. And then he whipped his dick out, and then they busted into the song Bonin' in in the Boneyard. I haven't thought of that in years, but just reading this made me think uh, that that you got a scrotum transplant, which is not the testicles, because if you read on, the patient did not receive testicles from his donor, so this was a donor penis, uh, to avoid the ethical issues that might ensue if he later had children. That's, I mean, first those two things. First of all, a donor penis. Uh, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around that. But then no donor testicles because if you create babies, whose babies are they? Are they yours? Are they the dead guy's babies? Like, like genetically, I it's it's a pretty goddamned interesting story. Yeah, you can make I'm, fun of I'm it. I'm
1: picturing Steve Jobs wanting to live on forever. <laughs> By um, get, uh, donating his testicles to you know somebody who needs testicles, maybe uh, may, may, maybe one of our uh, maybe one of our troops uh, lost theirs in battle, maybe uh, I don't know, maybe just the highest bidder, maybe just maybe somebody who just wins a lottery, maybe maybe somebody who he he's paying to keep this whole thing quiet and. Uh, You know, every 80 years as somebody gets old and dies, they they then pass on Steve Jobs's testicles to a new person, you know, and they keep going for like a thousand years. Steve Jobs's testicles live on and keep uh,
0: keep impregnating women. Steve Jobs's testicles are like the Energizer bunny. They keep going and going, going and going. going. Although you yep. did say 80 years old, and the first thought I had was like, yeah, aren't they pretty much shooting dust at that point in time? But uh, then I had the Energizer bunny thought. Um, yeah, I- his, his are plugged into an app, dude, an, an app that only he has. <laughs> Top secret one. The best joke I heard about this was an aside. Where do you remember movies of the? uh, I I think it might have been seventies and eighties, and actually they made a couple in the nineties and two thousand. That someone needs a. There was one called The Hand with Michael Caine, and if you get a donor body part. Uh, uh but the the donor body cart comes from a serial killer and now the hand wants to kill or your heart is yeah. imbued so uh, what what if your what if the penis is from a serial killer and uh you know, what, what if you now have yeah. the penis of a serial killer What what how does that affect your daily life i don't i don't know
1: <laughs> or or it's somebody who's uh like, you're straight, but you get the penis of a gay guy. So you're just, you're just not into women all of a sudden. You know what I mean? You're with your girlfriend, and you're like, yeah, I, I know we waited a long time for this. It's just doing nothing. Um, can you wear this fake beard? I, for some reason, that's doing it. I, I don't know. The fake beard. Also, this football helmet. Will you put this football helmet
0: on? Well, the donor and recipient are anonymous. And now, this is the first total transplant. There have been successful penile transplants, transplants in South Africa, as well as an unsuccessful one in China and that's got to be the one that hurts like uh who knows what happened to the, the the poor chinese man but he's lined up for a penis transplant and he's all happy he's like yes i finally get a penis again oh i'm sorry uh, sir you, when you come out of anesthesia you you get that like yeah the penis didn't take um uh, yeah. sorry about that ooh you know what i'm uh
1: i'm thinking of a uh, of a movie now you know how i normally hate sequels right but yes. uh I think this could be an amazing sequel to the movie Get Out. Um, <laughs> picture porn stars, Lexington Steele. You know, he's uh, he's getting these old rich white Southern gentlemen coming up to him like, "I'm a big fan." Uh, hey, listen, you want to you want to you want you, you want to come back uh, meet my family for a barbecue, that kind of thing. And then he's uh, he's killed, so they could steal his Johnson.
0: And then the Johnson lives on, just like Steve Jobs's balls. Yep. All right, I got a couple uh, stories left. Do you have anything any any preference? Like, do you have any, anything going on in your head that you want to talk about? Mm. I
1: I did watch Super Troopers too. That was uh, it. Was pretty good. Now, am I saying it was as good as the original? No, but it was it was it was fun to watch. You know, it's it's
0: worth a good watch through. I think. Yeah, I I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. I I absolutely agree with you. Sequels are difficult. um I thought Especially the, for comedy. Yeah. yeah like I years the, down the road. I thought the premise was novel. I liked the yeah. idea of I you'd never heard of that be, well actually I wasn't there was a Michael Moore movie about Canada invading the US, so this was it was, this was nice. different. But I, I, I enjoyed it. Um so Super Troopers two, thumbs up. All right, I have two stories here. Uh, We can pick one and then close out on uh, the one I pick. I have either the uh, Midwest Indiana woman that ended up in ISIS because she married a guy and apparently she never saw the movie Not Without My Daughter, or the teenager criticized for wearing a Chinese prom dress. Mmm, I, I will, I will do the, um, well, I'll, I'll do the, I'll, let's do both. So
1: the prom dress one, I think that's a quick one. It's, yeah, I can see how one of those pictures might have been a little bit poor taste where they're doing the hands together, that kind of thing. That being said, there's, there's bigger atrocities in the world to worry about than some, some fucking girl going to prom. Jesus Christ, you got nothing better to complain about? And I also want to say about that, just switch switch the ethnicity of the girl wearing the thing to anything else I'm not Asian, but just a different one. Would you be that mad at a at a black girl, at a Latino girl, at an Arab girl? take your pick No you would you would you would look like a dick if you were yelling at anybody about this who wasn't pasty. That's all I'm saying.
0: And I, I agree with you uh, 100%. It, it, she said she liked the dress. She said, wow, right. that's a pretty dress. I want to buy it. I want to wear it. Now, that is completely different. That is 180 degrees opposite from maybe, you know, a sorority or a fraternity Taking a bunch of pictures where they're making, where they're holding their fingers on their eyes and making Asian eyes. And yeah, they're acting their like that's going, what they were doing. Exactly. And it's, it's,
1: no, it's not. It's not what it was.
0: It's just someone that said, "I like this dress. I think this dress looks pretty. I want to wear this dress." And they're such hypocrites because I guarantee
1: you, if that girl had more of a tan, um, they would not give a fuck about oh, this.
0: Absolutely. You, 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 I think you nailed it. You, you put a Latino woman or an African American woman in that dress, and they're not screaming cultural appropriation. No. And this is. Not somebody like who's put her on.
1: her sociology professors convinced her not to like whitey and so i'm going to tweet against some white lady i saw doing something that is mildly annoying at best
0: if, not even mildly annoying you'd think that someone would take it as a celebration you know like oh all right cross yes. culture here we are like Years ago, you had Mickey Rooney uh, in whatever film I can't think of what it is. It was a Breakfast at Tiffany's where he's putting on the the Coke bottle glasses and oh, ching chong, ching chong, and that's horrible. And today you have a white girl saying, "Wow, I really appreciate this Chinese dress. I want to wear it, not because I want to." culturally appropriate it, but because I think it looks pretty, you'd think that and I could be wrong, you know, I'm, I'm a white male, so I don't know what I'm talking about you'd think that maybe they'd go, wow, cool what a long way we've come to where white people are actually appreciating uh, our, our Our uh, styles, our our outerwear. You know who we are. No, no, no! Right at
1: the end of the "I Have a Dream" speech, part of his dream was they won't wear anybody else's clothes. Though we can't wear other cultures' clothing. That's uh, (laughs) that's we're bringing. It's all about coming together, except for on the clothing thing.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, the final thing, let's tackle this uh, Mary, Midwest mom, the, this, this woman in Indiana, met a guy, fell in love, got married, had kids. He's a Moroccan. And then he said, hey, I got an idea. Let's go uh, to the Middle East. Oh, we're going to just make a quick pit stop in Syria. Uh, and she's like, oh, what's going on? And then she was trapped, like, oh, my goodness. Now he's joined ISIS. A- and as I said, I'm, I'm not sure how to feel about this. I, I don't. I cannot believe that there are no warning signs somewhere along the way that there's something in his temperament that he doesn't just smile and say, hey, sweetie, let's go to Syria, and she's like, oh, okay, and then she's suddenly bait and switch. Like like I said, the first thing yeah. I think of is, did she think that the book and movie Not Without My Daughter was a comedy and like, oh, this is going to work out great?
1: Yeah, I mean, the there's there's being open minded to other cultures, and then there's just going to places that are fucking dangerous and stupid to go to. That's it's it's just you got to You got to kind of look at the like yeah, not everywhere in the Middle East to Syria, but Syria is pretty fucking bad. And it's not you're you're not being Islamophobic when you say Syria is not a good place to go if you're a woman at all. Um, there's no good reason to go to a place that's occupied by ISIS or the, a, a place that with, with, with the heavily anti-woman regime in place. You don't want to go there with if you're a woman. That that would be like if I was married to a woman of color in Toronto in the early 1800s and i was like let's go on a vacation to alabama i think it'll be fun no no, they get the weather there it's great this time of year and they got good water slides and stuff like that well yeah i mean it's not perfect in every way but you know
0: come on they got good barbecue and that's why i say there had to and i'm being a dick and i'm being judgmental and i don't know fuck all about the story i'm just an asshole shooting off my mouth but now, it, I it's different when you're married to somebody signs. though, too.
1: You know what I mean? Like probably there was warning signs. That being said, it's really easy to look, overlook that shit. If you got a family, cause you're thinking, well, there's no way he would ever do anything to hurt me or the family. And so I could see somebody ignoring warning signs because they're like, well, this is the guy I fell in love with. And there's no way. I mean, were there warning signs? Probably. That being said, she still had kids with the guy. So it's reasonable to think that, well, us having kids together is going to trump all that other bullshit.
0: True. I am being a judgmental dick, and I fully admit it. But as much as I admit I'm being a judgmental dick, there is still a little part, a little nugget in my noggin that that, that just can't get past that. I hear exactly what you're saying, and it makes sense. I also just—and I'll fully admit right here, I've missed warning signs, too. I was with a woman that cheated on me, and uh, yeah, like— Looking back, oh shit, I saw it coming a mile away. I just ignored it at the time, so yes, I will give her deference to that, but I'm still a judgmental asshole. All right, uh thanks. well yeah, I
1: mean I only dated a lady that was in ISIS once, and it was pretty <laughs> fucking obvious, dude. It was like, what are you what are you doing? How come every time you see a cartoon stand, you end up throwing shit at it? what do you
0: what's what, what every time we go out, this is ridiculous. I'm tired of it. All right, kids. Um, thanks for listening. Oh, but oh, I
1: will say, I, I am glad that you you brought up that last story because I think it ties back to my nut shooting story in that they're, they're currently holding them to decide. Now, the yes, husband yes, died. Yes. He died yeah, in a, in in a, a drone strike in 2017, which, good, fuck him. Uh, but they're holding her... And they're holding her kids to see if they have any ties to ISIS. If they're actually... It, it's like... No, man. It, look look at the scars she's got. She was, like, tortured and has, like, scars. and Her ribs are broken. I mean... It, it, it goes back to that, that thing where it's like... You know, it... Time served. You know what I'm saying? Like, is she... Now, was, was she kind of dumb for going there? Yeah, man. But it, it, she's not going to be actually... Going along with this ideology, especially if she she was raised over here and um, she's a woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe if you're brought up and uh, thinking that's that's the way it should be, that's that's one thing. But I'm going to push back a little.
0: I I I I think they do need to vet her, if only for the Patty Hearst syndrome. Do I believe Look, I'm not saying a...
1: don't vet her. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, sit her down with a psychiatrist real quick.
0: Yeah,
1: make sure she's she's got it all there. But at the end of the day, this woman's this woman's been through enough.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I do think she should be vetted because you never know if she's flipped and that's. I I I ninety nine percent like sympathetic, but one percent does go. Ah, she could be trying to sneak back here to do something, and that makes me well, an it's asshole.
1: That auto warm beer thing, it's like, was it was it a bonehead mood to, to decide, like, I'm going to go on spring break and rage in North Korea, bro. Let's go to <laughs> North Korea. Like, yeah, that's, it was fucking kind of dumb. That being said, yeah, everything that happened to him was fucked up. Didn't deserve that shit at all. did he deserve to maybe get arrested and, you, you know, get deported and all that. Yeah. But getting tortured in a North Korean prison for stealing a goddamn poster? Yeah. No. times And served. so... It's like, yeah, that was, that was, it was a dumb thing on her part to go, yeah, this seems like a totally reasonable place to go. I'm, I'm not going to fall for that, that right-wing hateful propaganda that says that Syria is a bad place to go for a lady. <laughs> like, I, all right, well, man, it's not really propaganda that I mean, ISIS is there. Are you fucking kidding me? And uh, yeah, that, it was dumb to even go there, but she absolutely did not deserve what happened to her. And yeah, let, let her back in, let know, her back get her, medical treatment. her kids,
0: let her get to her family. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick announcement. I added a platform to the podcast. Um, and that means hopefully cross your fingers. You can find us on Spotify. If you can't, I will look into it, but we should be able to be listened to via Spotify these days. Um, so uh, yeah, wherever you listen to us, please review us, say nice things, nice. and uh, tell your friends to listen to us. And if you want to contact us, and disagree with us, agree with us, or give us a topic to talk about, we are more than interested in hearing from you. So
1: absolutely, and I do have a good way to vet her real quick to just kind of save her some time. Sure. Um, just to make this other short story short, because I told it a long time ago on the podcast, but. Um, there is a story I told you about a friend of mine who's who's met a roommate on Craigslist, moved out of the guy's place after six months. FBI knocks on his door later, asking if he's talked to this guy at all, and he's like, "No, nah, man, I, I don't even like the fucking guy. I haven't talked to him since." Then, turned out the guy was being investigated for child porn. My not, not my friend, my friend's room, right, roommate, roommate, right, right. who was like a douche, you know. And uh, so. They're like just casually, they're like, hey, would you mind coming down to the station and just kind of answering a few questions about him? We just kind of want to figure out what's going on. Which my friend did, you know what I mean? They, he, they just said he, they had a few casual questions for him, and like, why wouldn't he? You know, if he's doing this kind of thing, he wants to fucking help him catch him. You know? And and they did ask him just a few casual questions. You know? Uh, uh, what what kinds of movies did he watch? You know, how often did he leave? Did he have any friends come over? That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, do you know where he worked? And also, can you tell me if this is yours? And then, without warning, just casually like that, they 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 say, "Hey, can you tell me if this is yours?" And they wham, put some like hardcore child porn right up to his face, yeah. and he was like, "Whoa," you know. And it it's now it, it's not you can't use that test in a court of law. But that is a damn good way to see if a dude's actually a pedophile or not, is without warning, shove some fucking kiddie porn in front of his face. It's like, yeah, you can't convict him on that. But, you know, if he's not looking away instantly going, that was not just a few quick questions. And he's just looking at it like, ah... No, not mine. Never seen it. <laughs> like, yeah, we can we check that guy's fucking hard drive. You know what I mean? Um, that's what we do. We just ask you real quick. Hey, listen. Yeah, um, that's that's terrible. I, it's so horrible it happened to you. Um, we're going to get you back to your family. But first... Real quick, can you tell me if this is yours? And then, bam, Charlie Heddo cartoon right in front of her face. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a, a cartoon of Muhammad eating a bacon cheeseburger or something like that. And it, if she just looks at it like, oh, is it that French cartoon or whatever? But if she instantly starts going, infidels, death and
0: then, all right, well, you know, yeah, we get you to keep her in Turkey or hands. whatever. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, kids. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us. Later.